This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Great Patriots of America, thank you so much for listening to The Gunny. Got a big, big show for you tonight. It is Monday, November the 9th, and we have five weeks, like I said, five weeks to determine who the President of the United States will be, and I'll explain that to you. On the show, we're going to talk about infamy. Presently, we have two dates of infamy. Is voter fraud real? And what is important about December 14th of 2020? Last but not least, we'll bring you the Bonehead Award, which I never thought that I would be bringing to you this bonehead. But it is here and is real. Simple. You're either going to lead or you're going to follow or you're going to get the hell out of the way of liberty. Stand by, Big Show. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Vice President, Mr. Speaker, members of the Senate and of the House of Representatives, yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. I was not alive during the time frame when President Roosevelt said those words when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, a date which live in infamy. My grandfathers, both on my father's side and my mother's side, were alive. They did hear those words. My grandfather on my dad's side was in the U.S. Air Force. My grandfather on my mother's side was in the Nazi Army. And they heard these words from President Roosevelt. So the day of infamy that we know today is when Pearl Harbor attacked America, but I'm here to tell you that there are two dates of infamy now. President Roosevelt declared that December 7th, 1941, the day that the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, would remain as a date which lives in infamy. The word infamy derives from the root word fame and translates roughly to fame gone bad. 
Infamy in this case also meant strong condemnation and public reproach due to the results of the Japanese conduct. The particular line of infamy from Roosevelt has become so famous that it is hard to believe the first draft and the phrase written as a date which will live in the world's history. It is a world history date. And I'm here to tell you that November 3rd of 2020 is a world history date. As a Marine gunnery sergeant, I may not have been alive during that time frame, but I was trained by many Marines that were there in the Pacific War, fighting against the Japanese in this tyranny that they were infiltrating across the globe along with the Nazi Germany. These Marines, Army, Sailors, Air Force, Coast Guard, protected the Constitution of the United States, and we had to do it overseas before they came into this country. That's what we do. We protect and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. So the same phrase can apply to America in 2020 to defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution tells us how the election process of free people is actually conducted through the states and then eventually the Electoral College selects the President of the United States. So we can apply this same term in 2020. And if we did, and the president was to stand up, this is what he would say, November 3rd, 2020, a date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by the evil communists to our electoral system. And thus, a date to never, ever forget. Voter fraud is real. It's here. It's in your backyard. And can you actually trust that when you check the box and you put it in that voting machine that it actually counted for what you wanted to say? Think about it. Think about how you would feel if your vote got overturned by some electronic device or because somebody failed to put your vote in the system. This is not new. It's been around for years in the United States with voter fraud in multiple states in the country. I want to bring your attention to an article from June the 7th of 2020 by Newt Gingrich titled, Voter Fraud is Real. Here's how the Democrats want to steal the 2020 election. This is in June. This is not yesterday. This was six months ago. And it was from Newsweek magazine. Yes, these are the people that are running this country. So they printed this article from Newt Gingrich as an opinion poll because 
Oh, it was just something somebody said. Now it's real, and it's in your face. Newsweek will never admit to any kind of voter fraud, along with all of the media is now in the same bed that there was no voter fraud. But the former House Speaker said, Make no mistake, voter fraud is real. Democrats, the media, and the so-called public interest groups of the political left will tell you otherwise, but they are either lying or totally ignorant. Voter fraud is a threat to the integrity of our election, the heart of our democracy, and Democrats want to make the problem worse with their new voting laws. So they started off by creating voting laws, not following the Constitution, doing something in their voting laws to give them the advantage to pull the power away from you, the people of the United States. That's how this works. This is how the communists work, and they're all over this country, and I can't say it enough. The media will never agree to voter fraud. Even the channel that we thought as conservatives would protect the Constitution of the United States falls right in line with the communist bullcrap that voter fraud does not exist. This article is from Town Hall. Why Fox News cut away from Kaylee McKinley pressure on voter fraud. She is the speaker for the president to the public. She's talking about voter fraud and the existence of it and the proof of it. And Fox News cuts away from this because no, they are no longer part of you. They have gone into the bed of the media of excitement and all these things associated with the media determining who the President of the United States is. Thank God for the Constitution because it is not that simple. We are actually five weeks away from the vote of the President of the United States. Yes, that is correct. We still have five weeks to go before we actually determine as a country, who the President of the United States will be. And if you don't believe me, go to the U.S. National Archives and Records Administration and look up the voting process, how we actually vote in America. And we have electors, and those electors are selected by each state to cast the vote for the President of the United States. And presently, there's 528 electors in the United States that are going to vote for the president. And this is what the National Archives tell us. There is no constitutional provision or federal law that requires electors to vote according to their results of the popular vote in the states. Some states, however, require electors to cast their votes according to the popular vote. These pledges fall into two categories. Electors are bound by the state law and those bound by privilege to the political party.
Even on the government website, it tells you how the process works. So they're either bound by the state law that tells them how to vote for the president, or they're bound by the political party. So if you've got communists in that state that has taken over the political party, do you think they're going to vote according to the people, according to the populace, or are they going to vote according to the party? So we can sit here and maul and all these things that are going on in the media and all the words and everything that you hear about the election. Or you can trust in the Constitution and the will of the people and the elections of the state representatives to represent you and the electors to represent you. This is the truth. And hopefully the truth will come out with the voter fraud and then we can inform the electors and the legislation, which they're trying to do, of what the truth is on who actually voted in their state for the President of the United States. And then they can go vote accordingly. So the good news. Here's the good news. December 14, 2020 could also be considered as the next day of infamy in the United States because that's when the electors actually pulled the lever for the president of the United States. The electors must vote for the president. When they vote in November, the general election, there are not electors. They are not the electors yet. They're voting for themselves to be electors. The legislations of each state must certify the votes, and then the electors vote for the president. They are the only ones who actually vote for the president, according to the Constitution of the United States, which they do at the meeting of the electors, which is the first Monday after the second Wednesday in December. This is from the United States Archive Government on the Election. The Truth. The first Monday after the second Wednesday in December, which is December 14th. So I'm here to tell you that's the real day that you need to pay attention to. Forget about all the stuff you hear in the media. Forget about Fox News and CNN saying President-elect Biden, blah, blah, blah. If he ends up being president according to this process, so be it. He is the president. But if there's election fraud that brought him into that position, we got a big, big, huge, gigantic problem in this country because your voice no longer matters in America. Doesn't matter who you voted for. Your voice doesn't matter if the election process is broken if there are people meddling, which is easy to do because of electronics and digital and mail-in ballots, which have been told over and over for months by the president. He said it over again, the difficulties with what is going on and how easy it is for the communists to infiltrate this election system and change the outcome for their narrative 
and not the truth of America. And I'm going to end this part of it with my opinion. My opinion is this. Millions and millions of people showed up in rallies across this country for months for this president. And this guy, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, slept in his basement. You know why he slept in his basement? Because he knew that he can manipulate this election. And that's exactly what this communist party in America did. Last but not least, this is the bonehead. This is one I've never thought would be a bonehead, but it is. Because you got to be stupid to say the things that these people are saying. And this happened on Saturday on Fox News. The Fox News decision desk can now project that former Vice President Joe Biden will win Pennsylvania and Nevada, putting him over the 270 electoral votes he needs to become the 46th president of the United States. Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States, who stated in this process, I will never give up fighting for you and our nation, will be denied a second term. That has not happened since 1992 and President George H.W. Bush. Keep in mind, the Trump campaign is in the midst of waging legal challenges in several states, but the path is clear for the new president-elect. The states will all need to officially certify the vote. In the middle of a pandemic, almost 150 million Americans voted, and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will receive the most votes of any presidential ticket ever. A true patriot in this country could tear this video apart with the lies. Absolute false lies of the media based upon the Constitution of the United States. But what I would like to do is make one statement towards this bonehead remark of Fox News. The path is clear. So if you're in the media and you're elitist, you have a crystal ball, and you can see through this crystal ball the path of your narrative and where you want to go. That's what this is all about. Changing your mind in America to not use the Constitution and check the voter fraud and ensure that the election is correct. No matter what direction it goes, it has to be real. It has to be real votes, real people, real citizens of America, real patriots that are voting for the president. The media has no right to infiltrate your mind and say it's over. And this is exactly what they're doing. They want you to cave in as a patriot and accept the fact of the election according to them. Doesn't matter which side you're on. You got to have the truth. You got to have reliability on the voting process in America. Last but not least, I want to tell you this. Congress, the government will never change unless you decide to change it. 
We have got to put in the Constitution of the United States safeguards that were not looked upon in 1787 when the Constitution was drafted. We need to put this in the Constitution. Three things. Term limits for every single elected or appointed official. Got to get these people out of the office and their millions and billions of dollars. Number two, we have to have something in the Constitution that holds the government responsible for the budget. They must balance the budget every year or we're going to continue to drive this country into a debt that my great, great, great grandkids will never be able to pay. Third and final, we've got to reduce the absolute power of the federal government and get back to the people owning the country. Eliminate these bureaucracy departments that the government has created over the years the Department of Education, on and on. Just pick them out. Constitution of America does not allow, nor does it authorize anybody in this country to develop these departments. Big government is communism. Because at some point, the government takes over, which they will do. And you have no more say. You won't get the vote anymore. Because the elitists of the world will drive your life and tell you what to think, tell you what to say. And last but not least, tell you how to live your lives. You got to stand up, you got to show up somewhere, tell somebody. And you got to speak up loud with a microphone against the communism in this country. This is the Gunny Out.